0: Everybody, welcome to Who's Your Band. I am Jeffrey
1: Paul. I am joined by Sean Morton. How are you, Sean? Oh, Jeffrey, just ducky, just absolutely ducky.
0: Well, listen, we have we have a good show ahead of us uh today. Um, we're gonna bring in our guest right away, and, and he is a former major league baseball player.
1: He played with the Mets, my favorite team. Yeah, how many more goddamn Mets you go to book in this show? Y'all, one fucking Yankee in, in three years, and I've gotten like nine Mets. Yeah,
0: because the Mets are the better team. <laughs> and, and... You can say that with a straight face. I correct? do say that with a straight face. And hey, you know what? Our guest is going to back that up. Let's welcome Mr. Kevin Baez. How are you, Kevin?
2: <laughs> Great, guys. How are we doing today? Oh, wonderful. What Good. You, uh, Kevin, you're, Good you're a New you.
0: York guy, aren't you?
2: Yeah, born and raised in Brooklyn, uh, New York. Uh, went to obviously a uh, high school there, and then uh, moved out. What high, to high school? Long, did you go I to? I went to Lafayette High School.
0: Oh, very famous baseball school.
2: Yeah, home of uh, Sandy Koufax, old Fred Wilpon, uh, Johnny Franco, Louis Lopez, to, to name a few. Uh, Larry King actually went there as well. Uh, but as far as ex ball players, Johnny Franco, Louis Lopez, and uh, uh, John, like I said, uh, Fred Wilpon the owner of the, was the owner of the mess, He went there.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we won't have to talk about Wilpon um, <laughs> <laughs> as, as a myth. But you were kind of, if I kind of remember, Kevin, you were kind of like a a high school baseball legend.
2: Yeah. I mean, I did well in high school. I did well in college. Uh, I got drafted by the Mets in 1988 and the seventh round at a Dominican college up in Rockland County, uh, fast track to the major leagues and got there in 1990. Uh, then I su- suffered a, a, a really bad injury. Got hit in the face with a fastball up at bat and I was out for the whole year. Uh, and, you know, struggled to come back after that, but uh, up and down. Then after that, uh, in the big leagues and the minor leagues, and then pretty much ended my career playing in the minor leagues for the next 12 years after I was uh, left the major leagues.
0: But no matter what, even after you got hit, and well, well let's talk about that for a second. Um, yeah, because you went to Dominican, and Dominican, yeah. if I remember, is a pretty good baseball school as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the time, it was, uh, you know, they it was an NAI, and, uh, you know, we just, I didn't know anything as far as, like, you know, the school and everything. That was a great great move by my part going there, but at the time I didn't know anything about it, but uh, uh, we had six or seven guys drafted my junior year, and then I think another five or six drafted uh, the year after me, so uh, definitely the school uh, you know, got better and better, and now it's uh, Division Two. It's called Dominican University up in uh, Rock- Rockland County, Orangeburg, uh, New
0: York, so uh, uh,
2: and then my lifelong friends uh, I met there, so uh, it was a great decision. At the time, I didn't know, but it was a great decision.
0: So you go to Dominican and you're kind of like, a, you know, kind of like a, you're you're a real good college baseball player, too. And, yeah. you know, listen, you, you, you kind of downplayed. Hey, you only had a couple of years in the uh, in the majors. But I had well, a couple of, couple, <laughs> couple of guys I know got drafted, you know, uh, played in the minors, never, never got into the major leagues. You did, man. You wore the uniform. You were in the show. Um, what's that like, man? How, can you describe what that feeling's like, what it's like to be a major league professional baseball player?
2: Yeah. Just like every kid I grew up, uh, some little league, you know, aspirations and goal of getting to the major leagues and, uh, no one basically growing up, uh, got there except for a few, but, uh, you know, difficult task, but, uh, I had a dream and, uh, I was one of the few to kind of fulfill that dream. So, uh, yeah, I am proud of that. Uh, you know, staying there was obviously another issue, but uh, like you said, uh, getting there is difficult as it is, so
0: uh, I'm, I'm proud of that moment. And the incident that you referred to, getting hit in the face, who threw the pitch, and can, can you walk us through what, what was uh, Yeah, happened? it
2: was, uh, it was uh, 1991, and like I said, I, was, I got drafted in 88, and I got to the big leagues from AA in 1990, so they're like, all hey, right, go down to AAA, get some more seasoning in, we're going to call you up uh, shortly. Uh, it was April, I think, 26th or 27th. It was in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, playing against uh, Omaha uh, Royals, I believe. And then uh, his name was Maldonado, I think, a pitcher. And uh, he just threw one up and in on me, and I just couldn't get out of the way, unfortunately, and hit me right in the face and broke my jaw and some obviously some teeth. And uh, to this day, I got a plate and some wires in my mouth and my jaw. So, yeah, difficult, obviously, moment. Uh, and then I was out for the whole year. And then to come oh, back out after that was uh, difficult, but, you know,
0: it yeah. happens. Still look good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Remember that happened uh, a couple of years ago uh, on the Mets, Pilar? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He luckily, you know, he came back soon. But uh, for me, uh, again, I broke it and I was I had to wear, uh, you know, like basically like a mouthpiece for like eight weeks. I couldn't even open my mouth. So <laughs> I lost a lot well, of weight, even though I was skinny as it is. But uh, definitely uh, – Difficult moment then to get back in the box was a little little tough at first
0: yeah me, uh, medicine is also different that was like 20 years uh before yeah. it too um yeah I mean listen I remember getting hit in little League and getting <laughs> it really and then like kind of like you know, always like kind of stepping out and you know yeah what's that you know it, I mean it, it, just to be able to get back into the batter's box and to play again I mean that had to be you know that had to be like in, in your head were you were you scared I mean honestly yeah
2: well, you know, definitely uh, getting back in the box took some time. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go to a uh, winner ball in Puerto Rico uh, the next year. And I felt more confident and confident than the following year. Uh, I got called up and down to the Baileys And then I, again, I went back to winner ball and I won the batting champion there. So I definitely felt pretty good after that. And I just never got another opportunity to get back to the Baileys. But the Mets gave me a chance in 1993. Uh, they gave me an opportunity. Oh. Um uh, you know, and I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit, you know. Uh, so they gave me an opportunity. I just didn't take advantage of it. And unfortunately, in this game, you get an opportunity, you got to take advantage of it.
0: But you kind of stuck around baseball. I mean, you've pretty yeah. much made baseball like your livelihood. You, you were a coach. You, you weren't you out in, uh, in Long Island with the Long Island yeah, absolutely.
2: Ducks? Yeah, absolutely. Then, then, like I said, after that, I just spent uh, many years in the minor leagues with different teams, uh, uh, Detroit, Minnesota, Cincinnati, and then back with the Mets and Baltimore, and then back with the Mets, ended my career with the Mets as far as uh, in, in the professional, uh, the major, uh, you know, in the minor leagues with them. And then I got a chance to go play for Buddy Harrelson with the Long Island Ducks. Right. And I, at that time, I was living in Brooklyn still. Um, and then I played uh, 2002 with the Long Island Ducks. And then I had a great career with the Ducks. I became a player coach, a coach, and a manager with them for 10 years. Uh, won multiple championships, and then uh, I went to uh, Rockland-Boulders, another independent team, for two years and managed them uh, And right before the pandemic. So um, that's what I did, and, uh, yeah, it's a, I'm a lifer, a baseball guy. I still do that to this day. I, I teach kids. I uh, do camps, clinics. I do lessons, uh, and I, I coach uh, one of my
0: son's uh, travel team. Could a guy make a living, uh, a good living, being a minor league uh, coach, player, you know, independent? Because I'm, I'm looking at a guy like uh, Ruben Tejada. Remember him? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, he kind of reminds me of you as a player, I think. And, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and who knows if he'll get an, another shot at playing. But, yeah. you know, you love the game. You love what you do. You know, you get a couple of unfortunate uh, circumstances. But, but can you can you support yourself, you uh, in, in the minor leagues and, and hustling yeah. like that
2: well one thing with me i was fortunate enough to get to the major leagues real quick so what happens is once you're in the major leagues and you go back to the minor leagues it's all prorated so you get 20 le- percent less of what you made in the major leagues so i was doing well in in, in the minor leagues where some guys were making you know 1500 dollars you know i was doing well and i you know i i was able to to to, to yeah to live my life and enjoy it and, and, and uh and make a living. Like, like you said, not great. Obviously, you know, you, you're making 50, 60, some guys are making more, but some guys are making a lot less. And then with them, with the ducks, you know, you, you, it's more of an opportunity. Like, like with Ruben Tejada, it's a chance for him to, to play and, and, and show every team out there. And that's what happened with me. I was actually with the ducks as a player, thought, you know, my career was over as far as getting back into organization. Next thing you know, I was having fun and just playing and Cincinnati, uh, Reds came calling, and I went to AAA with them in 2003. So, uh, you know, a lot of guys get a, get a, get an opportunity to, to to play with the Ducks and or, or in another independent league, and then they get a chance to go to uh, an organizational back to the major leagues. I had Rich Hill on my team. I was the manager for the Ducks. I had Rich Hill on my team, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years or 8 years ago. and next thing you know, he's been in the big leagues ever since.
0: Yeah, he just signed a contract, I think, with yeah. the
2: Pirates. Yeah, it's a two-year deal with the Pirates. God bless yeah. him. How old is he? He's in his four,
0: early 40s. And he just signed late, a two year deal? I think late or late 30s. I forget. I think you're right. I think you're right. He the early 40s. He's, he was he's bouncing around. He played with the Mets for half a season, too.
2: Yeah. The Met, yeah. No, and, and what, what a super guy. Deal. So, you know, I, I, when you're a player, you, you want to play. You want to be on the field. You want to be with the guy. You just, the whole thing about it. So, you know, I always tell guys, you know, you'll know when it's time. Cause I, I didn't know I was like oh I want to play I want to play and then all of a sudden when I was 38 years old I was playing with the Ducks I'm like damn I don't know if I want to do this anymore and it's just it's, the games itself is great it's the work you got to put in to be ready so and and that's the thing and and someone told me a long time ago an ex teammate of mine Steve Springer he's like you know you'll know when you know so and everybody has their own mindset or their own time frame but uh, a lot of times uh, you'll know
0: when you know and, that's, and I I knew I knew. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about the game, okay? And the thing I wanted to – you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on this show is um, because I, I think you're a very knowledgeable baseball guy. And on top of that, uh, all the rule changes that's gone into effect or that's going to go into effect in 2023. So let's let's look at some of these rule changes. What, what do you think about these bigger bases? They're going to be yeah, three inches I mean, bigger.
2: Yeah, I mean – I, and I and like and well, we talked about it before. As far as I was with the ducks, so a lot of times when I was with the ducks, we were uh, the, the, the uh, major league organization would like we did the time clock, we did the umpires with the with the mic or the, the ear plug where they we were the guinea pigs very basically for the uh, major league. So I have seen this before it was even done in the major leagues. I was a part of it. Uh, you know what? Do I like it? I'm not a big fan of it, but I understand why. Um, They're just trying to change a little things with with the game, you know. And and then they, when I I was with the Ducks, they had the uh, man on second. Uh, So it was like it's different. It was just – but, you know, they're trying to make adjustments. They're trying to, I guess, uh, attract the younger audience, make it a little bit more action-packed. And uh, But for old-school guys, you know, we like the traditional baseball game. I like the fact that there's extra innings. There's no time clock. And now,
0: you know, everything's on a time clock for the most part. Yeah, but what do you think of like? How do you think the three inches and and some people say, oh, what do you what do you get? Yeah, yeah. Off listen. About how many I'm times
2: off? are you? How many times is the guy just out or just safe? So these three inches is gonna is gonna add. Uh, it's gonna be an advantage, I think, because he's gonna be obviously closer for mm-hmm. the runner. Uh, same thing with the steal, and you only allowed a, uh, three, uh, two, and then if you don't pick off again, you have to pick him off, otherwise, uh, he gets the base. So
0: yeah, I think uh, I think the pickoff thing is. Two two, two yeah. throws if you know over, right?
2: Yes. And then if the third one, you could pick him off, but if he if he's safe, he gets the base. He gets the second? Yeah. If you go to pick him off and you don't pick him off, then he automatically goes to second. Yeah. Because re- on the because you're not you're only supposed to throw over two. So on the third one, again, if you throw over, because everybody knows, oh, if you only got two, he might take a big ass lead, but am but you're still allowed. To throw over, but if you do, he's got to be out. If he's safe, then he gets the
0: base anyway. And you don't think that's going to bastardize the game? Because think about think about no, guys I, who who were running. Like take a guy like Cedric yeah. Mullins last year, like thirty six stolen bases, stolen bases, easily, yeah. easily easily over fifty this year. Yeah, yeah. Now listen, Turner,
2: all these guys. But again, if the, the runner really gets out there, you know, then you got a chance to pick him off. So it's again, I, I hopefully they look into this and. then you know we'll see how it works and how it goes, but uh hopefully then that's not set in stone and maybe they could do some adjustments uh as
0: they move forward. And what's your thoughts on the ghost run?
2: Yeah, again, I was with the ducks <laughs> and and Rotten, and then that's when we first started doing it. It's like, all right, extra innings, all right, put a guy in second. I was like, what? So <laughs> and, and, and I'm not a big fan of it, but I understand why. Uh why? because throughout the, I, I well, because they want to keep the game going, they don't want long games. Uh, but I, that's that's what I loved about baseball. I love that there was no time clock. I love that you have to use your pitchers and, and you have to have m- multiple pitching and your, your bullpen. And not only that, it could affect the next day. So if you're playing a, game, a team a three game series, and you know you have a better bullpen, uh, now you know this won't take effect because now there's only a, there's a guy on second with. As soon as they, gain, uh, they go to extra innings, so
0: that's a, that's uh, a good that's a good point. But yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, but think about yeah. what baseball is and makes it more unique than every other game is like you said, no time clock, but also yeah. you have to earn first base. How many times have yes. you heard, you know, the guy is fast, you know, but yes. you can't steal first. Exactly. Exactly.
2: And then all of a sudden now we're putting a guy on second. All right, you go to second. I don't know how you got there, but you're going to go there. <laughs> so right. uh, are you earning yeah. it?
0: I mean, once yeah. I do for the pitch? I, 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 I can't tell you how much I really think this hurts you know, the tradition of the game. And yes. I know I, I know why they're doing it, too. You know, they're not worried about guys like me, you, and Sean, who are traditional, yes. who are, are going to exactly. be there all the time. They're, yes. they're, they're hoping that this millennial kid who don't give a shit about baseball. And you know what? <laughs> they're not going to give a shit about baseball anyway. I agree. I agree. You know? I so so why are you yeah. ruining the, the core audience that you have? I hate the time clock. You know, uh, yeah. you got 15 seconds. If, the, if it's empty, 20 yep. uh, seconds. If it's, you know, are That's they going to the force too. that? I mean, I don't get it. They just I you, you what, I'll tell you what the I think
1: they, the problem is I think that they're they're trying to get a generation who yes. has no patience exactly, wants instant gratification and they want tons of offense and they That's don't exactly want the it. yep. always about offense yeah like, now there's just-
2: no more shift now no more shift so what do you uh, think
0: about that no more shift
2: uh i i didn't like the total total shift but i liked i liked that you if you want to move your shortstop all over in the hole and I just think that you should stay on that side of the field, but you can move wherever you want on that side of the field. I didn't like where you're putting the third baseman in the behind second. He's like second base way, way deep, and you know. Then the other period, I was listening on the radio on the way here, on the way home. They were like, "Oh, well, why don't major leagues can't just hit it the other way?" Yeah, well, why not? Well, listen, I'm I'm sure they can for the most part, but when a guy's why going 95, what? 95 plus, it's a little difficult. You know, Kevin, when the guy's throwing easy, you could do whatever you
0: want, but not when he's throwing too hard, okay, but you know, hit is adjust. If they put, want to put nine guys in left field, yeah, you know, you can't lay down a bunk to the right side. That's yeah, you're true. And then
2: some of them have tried that. I know some. I know Rizzo. I know for the Yankees done it before. I know a couple of guys have done it. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think the more you do it, then maybe they won't they won't shift on you anymore. But now they got rid of the shift, so this will help some guys and uh, might hurt some others.
0: Yeah, I, I it's. I, I, I hate what they're doing to the game. Um, before we even talk about the upcoming season, um, want to get your thoughts on uh, the, the Hall of Fame and the induction of Scott Rowland? It's been kind of like a, a controversial thing that that people have been talking about. You hear it on talk radio all the time, yeah, you know, amongst baseball fans. Um, what are your thoughts on, on a guy like Scott Rowland? I'll even go. I'll even throw you a couple of others. Guy like Harold Baines, okay? Don Mattingly. Well, Mattingly should yeah. be in. Hernandez no, I should know. be. In.
2: I mean, you're looking at Scott Rowland and, and Baines, You're talking about longevity. So, but there has to be some said about that. You know, it's people like, oh, he's, you know, he's, he's patting his numbers. But listen, to play in the big leagues that long and do have success that long, I believe he should be re- re- rewarded. Uh, in a mattingly, now it hurt because he was short, but he was like one of the best players for five, six years, and then he hurt his back. So, what
1: uh, about Hernandez?
2: We- Keith, exactly, Keith Hernandez should be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Because, I so, mean, the, the argument that you're making for Roland that, you know, because you hear he played a long time, which I agree with you. You know, like when people would say, hey, Don Sutton, he was never dominant. But you know what? He played over 20 years and he never sucked. That's you know? what I'm saying. That's, there's got to be some kind of
2: reward for that, you know, to play that long in the major leagues. That's that's not easy. So the guy's like, oh, he's padded his numbers. I'm like, well, I mean, to play that long, I think this sounds so. You know what? You're never going to keep everybody happy. Uh, but I think a lot of times uh, I like the saying, like, when you hear a name, does that come boom? And you have to think about it a little bit, then it, is that a whole, I think that should not be a Hall of fame. But When you have you think of a name and then they automatically Hall of Famer, then you, then I think that's the way you should go. When you have to think about it and look at numbers, I think uh, then he then should
0: not be a Hall of Fame then. Let me give you three names, okay? Barry Bonds, should he be in the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame, Barry Bonds, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right. I mean he only uh leads, you know, more homeless than anyone. when right? you're looking at the,
2: the the steroid stuff. And I and I played in it with the steroid era. So I seen a lot of guys do it, a lot of guys didn't, but uh, you know, the guy was a great player. Now it just so unless they have Astros on there or have something where this is the error, but he was a dominant player. He most dominant player I ever saw. Yes, dominant. <laughs> okay. Roger Clemens. Yeah hall of
0: famer hall of famer again pete pete Rose. A, oh absolutely okay i mean especially now with like you know how yeah. not just baseball but sports in general is in bed with like draft kings and, exactly. and little, I mean, exactly. what are you doing exactly I mean, I mean, you're building
2: he, his case now so uh, exa- hopefully one day he does get in uh so i played with his son and i got to meet pete
0: a couple of times so
2: a uh, good man, and uh, you know, I hope he hopefully does get in.
0: Yeah, hot girlfriend too. Um,
2: <laughs> doesn't hurt. <laughs>
0: um, how about Jeff Kent? What's why? Why is he out? Because when you look at his numbers, he destroys Joe Morgan. He destroys Ryan Sandberg. Yeah. Mazarowski doesn't even come close. Yeah, how was oh, he not Hall of
2: Fame? Yeah, and I played with him. Nineteen ninety three, he he just got traded for uh, from Toronto with the Mets, and uh, you know, I got to play with him and you know his personality wasn't the best and i think maybe that's what happened he maybe rubbed some of the reporters the wrong way but at the end of the day he was a great player uh and he should be in his numbers are ridiculous and then he went to san yeah. francisco with bonds and they just and he was like the protection for him and, and dominated so
0: most uh, home runs by a second baseman most yeah. RBIs by his second baseman over 280 uh, batting average and was and was a pretty decent fielder yeah yeah you know yeah. i'll give those other guys maybe you know field and mean, the field, yeah but he was fine. he was he wasn't a liability no no absolutely absolutely yeah i mean I, I just i just like see this stuff and i'm like man i remember <laughs> being i would i would go up to Cooperstown i do like these interviews and then um i had a john hopper and get into an argument about him over this oh uh, the, the the reporter yeah the writer yeah right. um i mean he toes the company line and i'm just like it's, yeah. it's blatantly wrong. You know, I don't exactly. care. You know, just because someone rubs you the wrong way. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. Base, you know, baseball is like you watch it. You see it. Yep. You know, it, it, certain guys I think are undeniable. I agree. And, and you know, it's like, what do you think about a guy like Harold Baines? You know, is – Yeah, he he really spent most of his career as a DH. Uh, Ortiz, most of his career as a DH. Edgar Martinez. Um, I mean, you're being rewarded for playing half a game?
2: Yeah, but to be a great hitter in the major leagues, I mean, that's what they did. And they did it well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and David Ortiz, you know, he was my teammate when I was with the Minnesota Twins. His name was David Arias. And then next next thing you know, he comes back the next day, he's like, his name is David Arias Ortiz. I'm like, all right. <laughs> was uh, he a good teammate? Yeah. yeah, I was in uh, I was in AAA with uh, Minnesota in 1997, and uh, we were teammates there.
0: Was he fun? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, he didn't. You know, at the time, he didn't speak that great of English. But uh, as he, the years went on, I was only there one year. So, uh, but uh, good guy, good play, obviously. And then he went to Boston, and then obviously he uh, Hall of Famer.
0: What do you think about the? Uh, you have thoughts about this uh, world, uh, upcoming World Baseball Classic? Do you like it? Love it. it. You Love do. it. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, that?
2: I, I just I played I played, played winner ball in Puerto Rico for ten years, and I just know how passionate the Latinos, anybody really, they they play for their country. So this is this is just a, a way of 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 expressing that and playing with your teammates, your 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 countrymen, if you will. And the USA is always having a great team, and and, and and all these all these countries. So I think it's a a great way to uh, to uh, watch some great baseball and, uh, and and and
0: just root for your country, basically. Is it a legit? Is it a legit tournament? Yeah, the talent is crazy. It's crazy when you look yeah. when you look at the uh, uh, Puerto Rico, and you look at the Dominican, and you look Dominican's, at the United States lineup. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah.
2: Who do, you, who do you like? No, Dominican's lineup is sick. Uh, obviously, you know I'm just gonna watch the games, but uh, Dominican's lineup and their pitching staff right now, I think they're the front runners.
0: Who's their pitching staff? They have a couple of guys on the Astros, I think, right? Don't they have a? Yeah, they got Contrero.
2: I know Contrero I think is gonna is the number one starter. I, I forget exactly who, but I know they. Oh, got you him. mean the
0: reigning Cy Young Award winner?
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's a
0: good. That's a good start. <laughs>
2: exactly, he's their number one. So there you go. And then that lineup, is crazy.
0: I, I I look at the American team, and, you know, listen, no lineup good, good, yeah. good, but I think the weak point is the starting pitching.
2: Yes. No, I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I think that's why it gives Dominican the edge.
0: Yeah. Uh, where, where are they playing? I mean, did they play the games in Florida, or are they played throughout the uh,
2: year? No, they're, well, some in Miami, some in San Diego. Have you ever gone? No, I haven't, actually. That would have been kind of cool. I'll just watch it on TV and stuff like that, so. But they're definitely excited that baseball is upon us and, uh, uh, getting excited. Spring training obviously started and, uh, now that I have this world, baseball now it starts a little earlier. So that's, that's, that's always good.
0: And what do you do for spring training? Do you do anything? Are you are you, are you a part of a team? You're coaching anything? You know, yeah. I just, I just college? coach
2: my, I, yeah, I was out of, I'm out of professional baseball for the last couple of years. Uh, so again, I, I, I coach my son's travel team. So we do, you know, went to workouts now on the weekends, sometimes during the week, uh, But uh, yeah, I just do stuff like that with them. And I, and I train kids, I train teams. uh, I do a lot of stuff baseball wise. I also do the, uh, I'm still involved with the Mets. I do Mets fantasy camp every year. Uh, It's, uh, you know, men 30 and over and they go down to Florida for two weeks and they hang out with a lot of ex uh, major league Mets where a lot of the 86 Mets and the 69 Mets are, are, are involved. And I was asked to do this about 16 years ago. And, and I love it, and it's just a great opportunity to meet a lot of great people and uh, and get around Port St. Lucie, Florida, and uh, get a little baseball. So it can't be that.
1: It's sometimes, cool, right? Sometimes the people, people are a lot older than thirty, though, Kevin.
2: Yeah, thirty old. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's yeah. The, the youngest is thirty. The oldest, I think, right now, I want to say eighty-four.
1: You look pretty good, Jeff. For yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, you guys got to yeah, come I, down. I am. I'm coming down. I'm doing it the first week yeah. in November.
2: And also, you're going to love it. You're going to love yeah,
0: I've it. I've never done it before.
2: Uh, you Make sure you're getting ready. Where do you live?
0: I live in Staten Island.
2: Staten Island. Okay. So just make sure you're getting some work and in training uh, uh, before you go down there.
1: So <laughs> Who a lot do of I have to they, contact? Like, oh. Who do I have to contact about getting somebody to bean him in the head at about 86 miles an hour? <laughs> uh,
2: you could you could contact me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have cash, Cause, Kevin. Cause, I have old, well, hard cash. Yeah, because
2: what happens is, like at the end of the week, uh, a lot of times you'll face like made, made uh, Nelson Figueroa, Pete Shurik, uh who else was there that threw hard uh, last year? uh Pulsifer, I think threw. Pulsify. Uh, yeah. Couple, a couple of them, but Nelson
1: Figueroa was throwing really hard, and so, so some of these guys so like. So to if face I have stuff. like a like a, a a prepaid debit card, say with like I don't know, fifteen hundred two grand being sent to an anonymous person, I can get video of Jeff all week. Yeah,
2: no they they they're going to have a videographer that that does video oh. all week. So, uh oh, but if you want to, if you want to do it like more personal, I'm sure you can, but they do have uh, a lot of videos of uh the action that's going on.
1: I just want to see his chubby stocky little ass trying to run the first base.
2: <laughs> uh not worry, he's he, going to be he's going to fit in with a lot of the other chunky biases. Well, you know the
1: problem is he's one of those guys that goes to the gym and there's no such thing as leg day. It's uh, all biceps and chest, and he's got fucking uh, pretzel sticks. No, I have, well, I I definitely nice. got to do
2: some running because running 90 feet and then doing it because you play two games a day. So, oh. not easy. All
0: right. Listen, YouTube. Listen. I, I have a plan.
1: There okay? you go. Here's, yeah.
0: h- here's the plan. It's, the, the plan is already in effect. To do all the right?
1: podcast from a wheelchair? No. It's
0: not. <laughs> My plan is uh, three months of diet. Drop 15 pounds. yeah, Then – in May, I am going to start baseball activities. I'm going to start. Okay. I'm going. I am going to start working out with a high school team. I got. A, it. I got. A, I got a couple of coaches that are going to help me over the summertime. Okay, uh, and I am going to be ready to go. You know. Do you know my friend uh, who's down there, Tom Borowski? Of course, Tom's a great guy. Yeah. Okay, I'll work out with him. I know he does it. We yeah. have a couple of other friends, and I. I. I won't be the best guy. But I can guarantee you, I will not be the worst guy. I can't did you play. Did you play high school ball at all? No, I haven't played hardball since first uh, term uh, Reagan. Huh? Yes, I haven't played hardball. Oh, first term Reagan. I'm like, first term that? Reagan.
2: Oh, oh, President. Okay, I got you. Yeah,
0: I played. I played uh, football and I played ice hockey. Okay, all right, so but it should be fine. But I, I love baseball, and the Mets awesome. uh, of of all my teams. On my favorite team. If I could ha- if I could have one team, you know, from the from now to the day I die win a championship.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I love the Jets. I love yeah. the, I love the Nets. I love the Islanders. But the Mets are my favorite. oh we only got about two years left, so Jeff see, better hope this is the best year. <laughs> I better not have only two years left. Yeah you know? I'd be sad. I'd be sad
0: if, if that happened. Yeah, thank you. Um thank you. yeah but it seemed like a good time down there.
2: No, it's a great time, I'm telling you. And Tom will give you a lot of information as far as what to expect and stuff like that. I also do a lot of workouts with the guys that do come down to the Mets fantasy camp. So, uh, you know, I know you're in Staten Island, but I do a lot of stuff in Long Island uh, where I do some workouts and stuff like practices on the field or indoors and stuff like that. So yeah. if you're ever interested in that, maybe we could work something out.
0: That'd be cool. Um, let's talk Let's talk a little bit about uh, the real Mets now. Um, the, the the upcoming season. Uh, you know, first off, just general question: what, what what do you what are your expectations? What do you think in the upcoming season?
2: You know, I, my expectations are playoffs, and I just know once you get to the playoffs, anything could happen. Obviously, you can see what happened with Philly last year. Uh, but obviously they're they they're, they're they got a good team. They got obviously some, some pitching staff. They got Verlander, Chirso, so two of the top pitchers around. Uh, their lineup is good, so.
0: Are they better uh, that, than
2: last year? I think it's better than last year. Yeah,
0: absolutely. In, in what area?
2: Well, well, I know they. Well, the ground was hurt most of the year last year, but now right, they, but got,
0: a, they got Verlander.
2: They got which Verlander. I think is a little bit of an I, that's, upgrade. That's huge. That's huge. And then obviously, you know, you're always going to say, "Oh, if this guy's healthy, that's that's for every team." Uh, I think on paper they're a playoff team, and then anything after that. I think is uh, is great because I just know once the playoffs start, obviously everything can happen. So, do I want them to go to win the World Series? Of course, but uh, I'm not going to say they're going to do it. But uh, it's going to be an exciting year. How, how about that?
1: As an fan, I'm not going to say that I approve of this podcast today, but um, <laughs> I'm yeah, going to go gonna 88, an too. 88 and 74. That's their record next year. Really? So they're they're going to they're going to be.
0: 13 games 14 worse. Games, though, 14 games over 14 games over no but 13 games worse than they were last year. Yes. Last year they won 101 yeah, games. Yeah, they won 101 yep. games.
1: Yeah. I know okay. that.
2: Yeah. I stand by I, that.
1: They're this gonna is, be a 90 plus team win team. Absolutely. I think the Yankees are a freaking 500 ball club this year. What? Yep. How do you think you watch?
0: No, I think watch, I'm never wrong.
1: Gonna, I think I think
0: in the, in for the Yankees in the big in the big picture the best thing for them is probably not to be such a good team. You know, take a step, really, to take a step back. Yeah. Because because you think about the Yankees, they have the exact same problem that they had going into the playoffs last year. They don't have a left fielder. They don't have a left side of the uh, infield. And you don't know who's really closing.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But uh, they got some rookies. Hopefully, uh, these rookies could step up. And uh, they got a lot of potential. But, again, they're rookies, so you never know.
0: You, you don't know and again you know, they've had a black hole in left field when you know since yeah you know, had like Joey Gallo and you had uh Hicks and you had Clint Frazier and yeah you, you've, you've had like it just seems like every year they're trying to figure out who's going play play that position and they never figure it out and you know I think I think the Yankees are, are better in the rotation I don't think they're as good in in the bullpen and I still think the team to be I mean have you looked at the Astros lineup Oh
2: yeah, And they they picked up Abreu from White Sox, so he's gonna play insane. first. No, they 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 they're the team to p- beat again. So again, again yeah, get to the playoffs, and uh, hopefully <laughs> you don't get swept by uh, the Houston Astros. But uh, uh, that's why it's exciting. This you know the season is the season. You enjoyed the season, you enjoyed the length of the season, the ups and downs, and when you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. I remember, I know it's 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 different as far as Major League. But when I was with the Long Island Ducks. Uh, we had such a bad No, we had such the first year, 2012. We had such a good season and we lost in the first round. We had like the best team. We lost in the first round. The next year, we just barely got in the playoffs and we won the whole thing. Why so is you, that? Because you my point is that sometimes you click at the right moment and you start playing with a little more edge or confidence. Confidence is huge at any level, especially in the major, major league level because you got to believe you can do it in that moment. And uh, a team that gets hard at the end, I believe because I, I I've seen it. I, I've I've been through it, and uh, you start playing well, and it's just you start believing more, and the ball just bounces your way more. And next thing you know, look what happened to Philly last year. They weren't supposed to do it. They got hot. They started getting more confident, and next thing you know, they're in the World Series.
0: I think part of it also with Philly was they also started to get more healthy. You know, you you know you had like pretty much the team back. You know, uh, Harper came back. Uh, Wheeler came back. You know, and yeah, I and mean, then things start, things started to snowball. And what's his name? Schwarber had an off the charts season last year. Holy smoke.
2: We had a lot of home runs. Yeah. I mean, so I mean they got they got men, now, they got Trey Turner coming to that team this year. So they're gonna be a team to beat. Atlanta's gonna be a team to beat. So it's not gonna be uh an easy uh National League East, but uh that's what makes it exciting. All the teams are good, and that's why you gotta
0: play the games uh between the lines. Are you disappointed with the Mets offseason?
2: No, not when you. Oh, when you, obviously, I'm, I'm a big, big Degrom fan, but uh, obviously, you know, he was injured a lot, but uh, he left. But when you could get a, a you know, a Verlander, that's uh, pretty impressive, and uh, they did that. And it Bucks a great manager. They got some good pieces there, so uh, and I and I just think that I think that things are going to go their way.
0: There are two things I can't shake from last year. Okay, I loved the last year until the last two weeks of the season. The last yeah. week the last weekend against Atlanta, the sweep, all you had to do was win one game. They yeah. couldn't do it. And then the way they played, you know, in two of the three games against uh the Padres. Especially Padres. getting yeah, getting one hit yeah. in, in 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 that in that playoff game. And well, they did nothing really to improve the lineup. You know, I thought Korea Korea, you know, I mean I understand why they didn't sign it, but they never they didn't go out and get another bat. I thought there were a couple of guys that could have gotten i don't know who the dh is going to be is it going to be a combination of Vogelback back and rough again yeah that's probably what it's going to be I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> guys this fucking met conversation is putting me to sleep can we fucking change topics for christ's sake <laughs> i'm tired of the mets all this to- all year every year every year since I-, I was a little kid oh my god this is gonna be it this is the year this is the year this is the year. Well, that's, oh my god that's it's the beauty like of spring an- training it's like having an <laughs> abusive father, like he beats the shit out of you, and then like he's good for like five months, and you're like, oh my god, things have changed, and then like he comes around, and he smacks you in the mouth again.
2: Yeah, that's easy. well, uh, you know we're Mets fans, so we're, we're gonna be excited Killings. about the upcoming season, and uh, we're gonna root them on and uh, wish for the best.
0: That's right, we're passionate uh, Mets fans. Yeah. Um, hey, so you're you grew up in Brooklyn, right? Uh, you graduated yeah. high school at right around you said '88.
2: I graduated in '85. I graduated. Oh, I, I went to college. I left in '88 in my junior okay.
0: year. Right. Okay. So '85, uh, young, cool-looking uh, Kevin Baez. You're, you're 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 down by the L on on uh, 86th Street. What yeah. what are, what are you listening to?
2: Uh, I was a big like uh, freestyle, soft rock music type of guy. Uh, but down the the L was that freestyle music that you know, Maria and all that other stuff, Judy (laughs) Torres, right? Judy Torres, TKA. So,
1: uh, he just played across the street from my house last night, is that right? It was like the TKA, uh, Stevie B, yes, Rob Bass,
2: yes, I did that about five, six years ago. They were playing out here in Long Island, and uh, a group of friends of mine. We went out and we had a blast. I mean, it, for us, obviously, it brings back great memories, and they're still performing, so it was a good time.
0: Were you a guy who would go to um, Plaza Suite? Do you know uh, that place.
2: I, I I didn't go there too much. I went, I, I was a big Pastels
0: guy. Oh, uh, Pastels in Bay Ridge. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was. Let me tell yeah. you, Sean, you don't, you don't know that. See, Sean and I are both heavy metal guys, but yeah. okay. But Kevin and I were guys who like to get laid. All right, so <laughs> so you you you, you, ha, you had to dance, right? Yeah, there you and, go. Right, you, you, you're not, you're not, you won't go to Lemoore's to, to yes. meet a girl. There you go. Okay? Lemoore's was another one,
2: yeah.
0: Right, but we so we would go to like Bentleys. We would go to Plaza yep. Suite and, and Pastels. The thing about Plaza Suite was, you know, it had an interesting history. It was a real gangster place. It was owned by Sammy the Bull Gravano. Wow!
2: And,
0: yeah, and when you would go, there, yeah, and you'd go there, and there wasn't there wasn't only a, a coat check room. You had to check your weapon at the door too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's a it's a true thing. Hey, do you remember? Do you remember on Eighty Sixth Street there was a place called the Wreck-It Hut? Yes,
2: of course. I lived on Eighty
0: Sixth and Twenty Fourth Avenue. You you okay? I lived right so you. Next to you. you were, yeah. So you were a guy
2: who would go to B? Ah, oh, that's my that's my pizza spot, LMB Spamoni Guns, John's Deli. Yep.
0: You taking kids?
2: I take them every once in a while because my mother in law still lives in Brooklyn. So uh, a lot of times when she comes here I tell her you know the reason why I'm taking you home is because then I could stop off at LNB but uh so uh, but I take him every once in a while I don't get there as often as I should but uh every now and again I get that urge and uh, LNB it is so you
0: know before before comedy before acting um I I did a lot of coaching too like I coached football and so I coached a team out here called uh, Staten Island Tech and on our varsity, I was a special teams coordinator, and I coached the uh, offensive line. We pl- we played Lafayette, and oh. La- and and it was a nasty, nasty game. Okay, you know it got chippy. It, you know even at the you know the handshake at the end got a little got a little nasty. Oh,
2: okay.
0: The next week, our JV and I was also the head coach of the JV. Okay, our JV is playing their JV at Lafayette, and. They wanted nothing more than to you know get a little revenge. They brought yep. their varsity coaches to help coach that game. We go wow. down there and I tell our kids, I go, if we win this game, I got a special surprise for you.
2: No way, you took the whole team.
0: Took the whole team to L B no L&B. way. Brought That's the took awesome. the whole team to L and then I yeah. even brought some back for the uh the coaching staff that was back wow. in town
1: That's a good good coach right there. Good coach. I went, I went to LMB once. Oh, what, what's Once. wrong with you? Yeah, I, like I didn't like it. Where do it. you live? I'm in Jersey. All right, that's I'm the problem. Jersey. So I got real pizza here. I got real pizza here.
0: Hey, yeah, do you, remember, okay. do you remember on 86th Street? There's a place called Lenny's Pizzeria. It was, it Yes, was
2: I know that well. They're closing
0: down today. That's right. I'm just going to tell you, they're closing yeah. it down.
2: Yeah, no, Lenny's was good too. I, I, I like Da Vinci's, Lenny's. I grew up in all those. So love pizza and, uh, you know, I miss my Brooklyn pizza, no doubt.
0: So when you when you were when you're in like a, a locker room, okay, sure, you have a lot of different guys. You know what kind of, what kind of music gets played? You know, and, and who dictates it?
2: Yeah, well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, when I was the manager or coach, uh, what we do is uh, whoever the starting pitcher of that day, that's who would, do, would control the the music over that day. So if the starting pitcher wanted country we listen to country if he wanted salsa we listen to salsa if he wanted rock we listen to rock so usually the starting pitcher of the day kind of dictates what
0: the the music is That's pretty cool man um so any any plans you know if people wanted to get in touch with you if people wanted to like uh get some lessons you know I you know we'll add this before the season starts I know the high school uh, seasons uh going to be kicking off uh in a couple of weeks. Um yeah. you know college i think is is starting uh, next week, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how could people kind of get in touch with you, you know, for lessons, for, you know, tips, advice? You know, how can they contact Kevin Byers?
2: Uh, usually i go through either my email kbyers10@aol.com or my phone number 631-291-6541.
0: Okay, Adam, and like in post, maybe what we can do is we can uh, print that out, leave it up on the screen, and we can have uh, people uh, kind, of, kind of check you out.
2: Yeah, 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 definitely uh, word of mouth. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm pretty busy now, but I could always uh, use some more, and uh, I enjoy what I do, and I'm good at what I do, so uh like to get back a little bit as well.
0: Listen, man, you know, I, I, I know you weren't up in, uh, in, uh, in the show for a, a long time, but I, I remember you as a player. And, I, you know, I, I remember you as, you know, uh, at the very least, as a great, great fielding uh, uh, player. Yeah, well, that, yeah fielding. that's
2: yeah, that's pretty much what was my, you know, my forte. That's how I got to the big leagues real quick. I was a good defensive shortstop with a good arm, uh, you know, good footwork, obviously good feet, and, uh, you know, just didn't hit. So uh, I was one of those slick fielding, no-hitting guys in the major leagues. When in high school and college. I was one of the better hitters, so it was crazy.
0: <laughs> you think you can make me a second baseman? Absolutely. That, that I think that's what I uh, – what we head no, Sean?
2: Well, here's the thing. A lot <laughs> of guys come down there and they put on their their, their information list, what position. Most guys say second base because they want to be on the right side of the infield because they can't reach first base <laughs> from the left side. So if you could play the left side of the infield, that would add more value to you in the draft.
1: I, I yep. say Jeff plays
2: deep right field. Deep right field? <laughs> st- when the ball stops rolling,
1: he'll pick it up? Yeah, basically. Okay. Jeff's going to be the kind of player who wants to get the snow cone at the end of the, of the, of the game. <laughs> uh, What's his name?
0: Yeah. Uh, Traxel hit me up. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the guy's nickname was the Human Rain Delay, okay? Yeah,
2: Traxel, good <laughs> man. He comes to fantasy camp, Be a good guy.
0: Yeah, so he hits me up. He's like, uh, hey, I heard you're friends with uh, Tom. Can you pitch, dude? Like yes, I, can pitch.
2: I, I was just gonna tell you if you could pitch because the pitching is so important down there. Because a lot of guys either say they can pitch but they can't reach, or some guys can pitch <laughs> one game and then they can't wipe their butt the next couple of days. So uh, you know, pitching is very important. I got
1: Jeff's definitely more of a catcher. Catcher, you, you you know what he's doing there, Kevin, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, okay. I got you.
0: Yeah. Okay. He likes uh, to
1: receive. <laughs> yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> I, i'll tell you i have no problem noodle hit me with a pitch it'll be figueroa yeah because i don't i think you were at that show where i was roasting him yes yes
2: yes, yes. no he's definitely gonna hit you
0: yeah but he's he's a good dude man he was I know, he's he, a nice super guy he really is he's um he was the pitching coach this season at the uh staten island Ferry hawks correct and I'm 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 in the crowd, you know, before the game. I, I took my son. We are in the first row, third base side, and we we'll, you know, and we get there a little early because we want to see, you know, you know, the pitches warm up. And you know, and what's his name? Uh, Tjahada was on that uh, team. Okay, and um, Figueroa comes walking by, spots me out in the in the crowd. He's like, "Hey, you're the comedian." <laughs> and he was just like just like a, like a real gentleman, a really cool guy. It seems like all these guys down there are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, but Nelson
2: is like he's so funny, he's so witty, he's so sharp uh and he's one of the uh like if uh, the kangaroo court that we do, he's one of the guys that does that as well. Uh but uh you know, he's a great addition down there. He's actually going to be the pitching coach for the Long Island Ducks this year.
0: Oh, is he? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, who's managing that team? Wally Backman.
2: Go oh, get out of here. Yeah, he's been there for about – he took my – he took over for me when I went to Rockland, and uh, he's been there for at least five years, I think.
0: I would have loved to have seen him get a shot at uh, being a major league manager. Yeah,
2: no, he's a, he's a definitely a great baseball man, a great baseball guy, great baseball mind.
0: Uh, just,
2: you know, I don't think he's going to get a shot back to go back there. But, uh, you know, he loves what he does, and he's and he's
0: good at what, what he does. Hey, any chance of getting Dykstra down there? I doubt it, yeah. <laughs>
2: And even Wally, I don't even, Wally was, Wally was going to come, I think last year to the fantasy camp and then he couldn't make it. So, you know, hopefully, maybe it comes this year. I don't know.
0: I got to show you if I could find it still. I, we, we, I shot a little like short movie with uh, Dijkstra. It was, it, 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 I'll, I'll tell you the story when I see it. He was, he he was he was crazy. He was he was so funny. Yeah,
2: fun. he's he's a little wild, man. I don't know him too well, but uh, obviously I know of him. But uh, yeah, I would have you know, I'd love to have him come down to fantasy camp. He would be in a great addition.
0: Yeah, really. I mean, think about like you know that '86 team. My God, man. Yeah. I wonder. And you said a lot of those '86 uh, plays that that down there.
2: Uh, let's see who's down there. I'm
0: trying to think on the top of my head. Uh, Tim Tuffle
2: comes. Uh, uh, Doc Gooden comes. Uh hear
0: yeah, that showing. Uh yeah. why can't I take off the top of my head? Trying to think let's, who else Let's see. Uh who was the uh, the shortstop? Rafael Santana?
2: Oh, he came last year. Yeah. Right, Rafael came last year. Great, hey, but Mookie. he
0: got but Tim McCarver. What's that? He's what? such an idiot. He's such an idiot. It goes Tim McCarver.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. Come on, no, man. No, he didn't make, he didn't on, make man. <laughs> I want to try and ruin this experience. I have like seven months or eight months to ruin. This well, why experience. don't you come down to visit him and uh, get a taste of it yourself? Let me tell you, something. no, I would do that. Like I, I'm a Celtics. You don't have fan to participate, but you could come. No, no. Back like, here. I, here's here's how I think. Like I, I love basketball. Basketball's been my sport. Okay. Okay. I'm a Celtics fan my entire life. If the Celtics had a fantasy camp, I wouldn't do it. Really? Old and I'm fat. <laughs> Well, it would give you a chance to get back in shape and get you know. No, I'm, no, no. I was never a shape. You see,
0: that's, that's that's a competitor. That's an athlete talking. You, on the other hand, would drink a fifth of scotch, okay, and pass out.
1: I wouldn't pass out. I was just. <laughs> I would berate you without a filter. That's the difference. <laughs> you watching the NBA tonight?
0: I'm going uh, to with do that Scott. right now. I. It's it's the second worst All Star Game, Kevin.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. It is, but it's 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 entertaining. That's all they're gonna do. What are you you gonna think do
0: you think? So. They play
2: it's
1: zero just, defense. They're just lobbing
2: the ball up to one another. Exactly. I actually really right love now. the.
1: Uh, I love the NFL thing this year. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a breath of fresh yeah. air.
2: because basically before that was flag football anyway. So yeah, this way yeah. nobody gets hurt. And uh, yeah, it's
0: absolutely smart thing
1: to do. Smart thing yeah. to do. Yep. But you know
0: what's still the best baseball uh, you know, All Star game is the baseball All Star game. Yeah,
1: because it's a little yeah, bit more pure. Yep. Yeah, you can't really mess.
2: You know, can't mess around. Uh, you got to throw the ball, you got to catch the ball, you got to hit the ball. So
0: that's it, uh, Kevin. Man, yeah. this is this has been fun. Uh, you know, I, I look forward to seeing you in uh, November. Maybe I'll see Absolutely. you a little bit be- before that. And uh, thank you for coming on and doing it.
2: No, I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. And uh, go Mets and look forward to seeing you down there,
0: Kevin. Take care, man. Thank you very much. You
2: got it. People- take care,
0: guys. See you guys thank later. You. Check out Kevin Baez. Okay. Kevin bias he'll, he'll he'll train you you know baseball lifer you know this, that that was good Sean, sure, you
1: don't you don't think I'm um, you don't think I'm gonna be successful down there no at not at all I think here's here's how bad you're gonna suck at at fantasy camp <laughs> you're a better comic than you are a baseball player I'm a, I'm a very good comic though
0: you you got folks you got to come see my sets lately i mean they've just been off the charts
1: you don't understand i did i said this once i worked with you a couple times already this year there was one show um you did so well that it annoyed me
0: that's right and wait wait hopefully this comes out before because you know adam sleeps sometimes but hopefully this comes out before uh march 3rd it will That way people can come and, and and
1: see for themselves at Catch
0: a Rising Star in Princeton New York. That's Jersey. true.
1: It's gonna be I'm looking forward to the show. I'm looking I'm greatly looking forward to working with you again. It's gonna be fun.
0: All right, folks. Um the NBA All-Star game is on. I think I'm gonna catch uh, the
1: second half of that. And uh Sean, uh we haven't done this in a while. Plug. Uh just go to Facebook, Sean Morton on Facebook and Instagram Sean Morton Comic. All right, guys, we will catch you uh, next time. Take care, everybody. Goodbye, Adam. All right, Later, folks. guys. Bye.
0: Subscribe.